Shalom Aleichem, on behalf of Teach 613, we welcome you to Take 10 for Talmud. We are recording in Silver Spring, Maryland, and are so glad that you can join us. Kiddushin Dafhei, Kiddushin 5b, pagination is 10, starting from the middle of the page, the beginning of a line, a description of the correct act of Kiddushin when it's done with financial value. Not specifically with coins. We often, uh, generally, we use a ring. First word on the line is shetikna, and then we begin at the two dots. Tanura banan, we learned. Ketzad bekesef, how is kedushin, marriage, through money, through value, done? Nosan la kesef or kesef, the man gives her money or its equivalent, and says to her, Behold, you shall be Mikudeshes married to me, or a number of other wordings that mean the exact same thing, to be my wife, these cases will all be Mikudeshes. But if she gave and said, Hareni Mikudeshes Lach, the correct wording, I shall be Mikudeshes to you, the husband. Eina Mikudeshes, that's not a good Kiddushin because she's not the one who's supposed to be doing the giving in order to facilitate the proper Kiddushin. Dropping down to about six lines from the bottom. Hareini Baileich. If the husband altered the wording, he's the one talking in this case, he's the one giving, but he says, I shall become your husband. Enkan Beis Mechush. You don't have to worry about such a Kiddushin. It doesn't have any effect and would not require a get, and would not passel her from kahuna as a divorced woman. Why is this so definitive? Because the act of Kiddushin is quite clearly kisikach ish isha, that the man is taking the woman into his jurisdiction. In fact, if we take this a step further, biblically, a man is able to have two wives. A woman is not able to have two husbands. She is the one who is being mikudeshes to him, and he's the dominant one, so to speak, in this act of unity that she is coming to him. Therefore, if he would say, I'm becoming your husband, it wouldn't work. This opens up the discussion of Turing ceremony, the concept that just as I am being Mekadesh you, the man saying that, the woman says, I too am being Mekadesh you. So, Rav Moshe Feinstein has a fascinating tshuva on this, and in general, if they are observant people, the working assumption is that he does the Kiddushin, and it works. It's done in front of Edim. If they do something else, 
that's irrelevant and she decides to give him a ring, the working assumption is that she's indeed Mikudeshes from the first act because they wanted to do a halachic kiddushin. If, however, it was not done as a halachic kiddushin, it was done with some reform-type attitude where halacha is not the end-all, and we're, in the words of Reb Moshe, bodemilibo, making up our own form of religious ceremony to facilitate marriage, then indeed it's possible that by doing a two-ring ceremony, an exchange of rings, it is possible that Kiddushin never actually occurred. And that's one of the reasons that we're always careful when dealing with the topics of Kiddushin to have a reliable expert in halacha to be the person officiating so that it can be done clearly and correctly. If a couple does want to have the woman give the groom a ring, then it should be done as a gift in the yichud room, for example, but should not in any way be confused under the chuppah with a part of the act of Kiddushin. Now, going back to the original statement, how is Kesef done? The statement was that he would give her the value, the item, the Omar law, and he would say to her, Hariat Mikudashasli. And that was considered the classic, correct, valid act of Kiddushin. The problem with that is that it is possible to understand the statement as I give her the ring and then I say Hariat Mikudashasli. And the problem with that is, in practical halacha, we're very careful to first say Hareat Mikudeshasli and then to give her the ring. And the reason that's brought is because you don't want to be in a situation of Mikhadesh Bemilve trying to be Mikhadesh her with value that she already has and is the equivalent of a loan. If, for example, the man would loan her a ring. And then, while she's wearing the ring, suddenly he says, You should be mikudeshes to me with that ring that I gave you previously. The simple understanding is that even if she nods yes, the simple understanding is that she's not mikudeshes because that's something she already had. She owes back value, but the item itself at the moment is in her possession with permission. It certainly would create a significant question whether he's giving her something right now, enough of a question that we really wouldn't consider that case to be an ideal description of Kiddushin. It's a very confusing example of Kiddushin. In fact, when the Rambam writes 
an example of Kiddushin in Hilchas Ishus, Paragimel Halacha Aleph, he writes, You shall be my wife through this. And then he gives her the item in front of witnesses. First you make the statement and then you do the giving. So, how do we understand this statement in the Gemara? So, perhaps with a little careful, uh, the way you read the, the sentence, it would be, as he says, meaning, how does Kesef work? He gives it to her, as he says, Perhaps. Another possibility might be related to the topic of Tochkede Dibur. We find the concept that within two, three seconds, a person can still correct himself. Perhaps what's meant over here is that he gives it to her, and within Tochkede Dibur, he clarifies why he's giving it to her. The problem with that is, as we discussed in Nidorim Pezayin, Nidorim 87, the rule of Toch Dibur does not apply to Kiddushin, and the explanation we gave was because something like Kiddushin is supposed to be thought out, and therefore, if you give the Kiddushin ring, and then you correct yourself, Toch Dibur, and say, Oh, I changed my mind. I don't want to marry you. That toch dibur will not work because it's assumed that when you did it, you really worked it through. You were supposed to have worked it through and you can't retract. So it would seem that you can't apply the concept of toch dibur over here. However, upon contemplation, it is possible that toch dibur does work over here and would resolve even the simple wording of our text. And the reason is, when did we say Tochkedei Dibur doesn't work when you're trying to retract a Kiddushin? You gave the ring, you said it's Kiddushin, and now Tochkedei Dibur, you're trying to change your mind. Over here, you're not trying to change your mind. You gave her the ring, and within Tochkidei Dibur, you're clarifying why I gave her the ring. Tochkidei Dibur can merge two events that on a timeline happened separately and merge them into one time unit. And it could be that what the statement in our Gemara is saying is that indeed he gave it to her and said, or as he said, or immediately said, and that would be an acceptable Kiddushin. Again, when the Rambam brings it, he brings it with greater clarity. He says, you should say it, and then you should give it. One final point from the Orach HaShulchan in Simen Chaf Zayin. The Orach HaShulchan points out that the Kiddushin that we do is done under the Chuppah in an entire ceremony that clearly designates 
that this is the chasan and this is the kala and they intend to get married. And therefore, the Orach HaShulchan suggests that it's no worse than what we'll see on Vav Amad Aleph 6a in the Gemara, if you're talking to a woman on the topic of Kiddushin and you gave her the ring without explanation, she understands clearly what you're trying to do. And if she's agreeable, it's a Kiddushin, even without saying anything. Certainly, if you didn't say it fast enough, it's not going to have any problem. It's not going to become hers, and now you're trying to be Mekadashur with something that's already hers. On the contrary, since the entire situation, the way we do it, indicates Kiddushin, even if the Chassan made the mistake and didn't properly articulate the Hareat before he gave her the ring, Dara HaShulchan says it would still be a valid Kiddushin. Yashikoach, thank you for joining.